Hey mamas, you're listening to the Balanced Working Mama podcast, the only podcast teaching you how to balance your work, motherhood, and wellness. I am Dr. Amber Thornton, clinical psychologist and mama wellness consultant. Each week we dive into tips and strategies and much more so that you too can become a balanced working mama. Let's dive in. Hey mamas, I hope everybody is doing well. It is me, Dr. Amber Thornton, and we are here for another episode of the Balanced Working Mama podcast. So, oh, so many things to share. (laughs) Um, First, let me say though, I'm really excited about today's episode, so we'll get into that in a little bit, but this episode features our very first guest for season two. And so I told you all last week that we're going to have a few more guests on season two, but um, this guest, she's one of my favorite mamas. She participated in Empower Wellness Program, and she and I have continued to stay connected. So um, I won't say too much. Just definitely stay tuned. Check out the episode because she's so dope, and we talk about investing in ourselves in motherhood. Um which I think is just something that comes up so often. I think it's so important for us to figure out the ways that we can start to invest in ourselves a little bit more, especially when we become mothers. I feel like this problem begins even before we become mothers, because I think women in general, we are not taught to really pour into ourselves. Um, And we're especially not taught to do it before we pour into other people. We are socialized to pour into everybody else and then realize that we are tired and overwhelmed and burnt out. And then that's when we start to pour in. But that's not what we want to do. We want to undo that and we want to learn how to invest in ourselves before we get to that point of breaking point. So this episode, we talk about so much. We talk about how to invest in yourself, what that looks like, what that even means, and how our guest has learned to do that over the course of time. So it's going to be a really exciting episode, but let's check in a little bit. So um, let's see, it's Sunday. And if you all have been following me on Instagram, you probably have heard the news <laughs> that I am expecting baby number two. So yes, exciting, exciting. We are very excited over here um, and so happy to share that we are expecting another baby in April of 2021. So I am pregnant. <laughs> um, it's definitely an exciting time. I'm, I'm happy to be able to share because I've definitely been on this podcast out of breath and tired, like, ooh. I hope they don't hear me breathing heavy. And so now if you hear it, just know it's that baby. Um, But yeah, we are so excited. And I'm I'm really excited because I think that um, me going on a journey of growing our family from three to four is really going to further deepen and enrich this conversation that we are already having, that we've already started over here at Balanced Working Mama about what balance looks like and what's possible. And I think it's going to be a really good experience for me to um, really look at myself and ask myself the question, what is possible for you at this moment? Um, 
What are the things that still remain important to you? How are you going to ensure that you continue to prioritize your wellness and your business and your work and all the things that matter to you as you become a mother of not just one, but two? So I'm eager to share that journey with you all and um I'm also eager to see how this changes not only me, but also Balanced Working Mama. So just stay tuned. But thank you all for all of the the kind wishes, the kind words, and um, all of the congratulations. I know y'all are excited and, and trust. We are so excited over here. So I will be saying more. <laughs> um, I'll definitely keep y'all posted on how things are going with me and baby and our family in general. Um, but we're so excited. We're so excited for this. So yeah, so definitely stay tuned. Um, I'll be sharing, as always, on Instagram. So if you all don't follow me on Instagram, definitely be sure to follow me at Dr. Amber Thornton. Um, and I'll also probably talk a little bit about um, pregnancy and postpartum with my first pregnancy and then what I'm hoping to do differently. I, I'm planning to do an episode about that on the podcast this season, but then I'll also talk a lot more about that on the email list. So if you're not on the email list, definitely um, consider joining that. And all you have to do is go to balanceworkingmama.com. When you go there, there's going to be a little pop-up box that says, hey, do you want to stay in the know or something like that? Basically, you just put in your information and your email address and boom, you're on the email list. So um, definitely want y'all to stay tuned, uh, cause I will definitely be sharing a lot about this journey. So let's get it. So let's just get into the episode today. Again, our episode today is about investing in yourself in motherhood. This is definitely so important. I hope that you all enjoy this episode and just check it out. Hey mama, I'm so glad you're listening to the podcast, but I also want to connect with you on social media. So be sure to follow me and Balanced Working Mama on Instagram. You can find me at Dr. Amber Thornton. That's D-R-A-M-B-E-R-T-H-O-R-N-T-O-N and Balanced Working Mama at Balanced Working Mama. (laughs) B-A-L-A-N-C-E-D-W-O-R-K-I-N-G-M-A-M-A. Follow along, join in on the fun, but then also send me a DM to say hello. See you there. All right, you all. So we have our very first guest of the podcast season two. I'm so excited to talk with her. Um, Before I ask her to introduce herself, I'll just let you know she participated in the Empower Wellness program in July. She's one of my favorite mamas, and you'll find out why after we start talking. But today on the podcast, we have Shayna. So Shayna, can you say hello and introduce yourself a little bit? Yes. Hello, everyone. My name is Shayna Sanchez. I am a college prep advisor. I work with 11th and 12th grade students. I'm also a New York City mama with three children, ages 15, 9, and 1. Yes. Shayna has the whole range. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Different generations. (laughs) And honestly, that's one of the things that I really like about working with you um, and like just getting to know you a little bit. You have like the whole range of different ages. And so I feel like you've always been able to um, 
just offer different insights because you have different experiences with Mm -hmm. your motherhood experience. So I think that's, I don't know. I just thought that's dope and unique because most mamas don't have that wide range um, in terms of their kids. Yeah. Or even just like when I had my daughter nine years ago, it's different compared to having my son now. Mm -hmm. And that was like, the biggest shock for me like what I haven't had a little person for nine years and here I am starting all over again but I love him we all love him of course he is so cute yeah oh my gosh and he just turned one like just turned one but this toddler life is like Mm. it's not even I'm in daycare girl (laughs) (laughs) I I you know I can empathize the toddler life is like I don't know. I feel like, and again, I don't have older kids yet, but I feel like the toddler stage is going to be the hardest for me because it's just, it takes so much energy. (laughs) It's rough. It's like, they can't communicate with you, but it's like, if you're hungry, tell me you're hungry. Like, what's wrong with you? (laughs) I know. I cannot wait until like the communication gets a little bit easier and maybe the energy comes down a little bit but I don't know that's if that might yeah, they're, they're hype all day <laughs> all day, all day. <laughs> well so Shayna we I specifically wanted to have you on the podcast because um when I think of you and the work that we've done together but then also just all the ways that you grow you've grown so far the one word that really comes to mind for me is investment and I don't know if this is how you would think of yourself when you think about your growth and everything, but that is just like the one thing I always thought about is like Shayna really turned things around again in the process with you being in the Empower Wellness Group and doing the wellness assessments. Like the one thing that I noticed that you started to do was to invest in yourself and your wellness and, you know, just the things that matter to you and and you care about a little bit more. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today we're going to talk about what it means to invest in yourself as a mother and in motherhood and so Shana I want to first ask you when we say investing in yourself what exactly does that mean to you or how would you define that to other mamas um investing in myself means to me is not putting my needs and wants aside um a simple no thank you I can't right now goes a long way um you know, when we first started Balance Breaking Mama, one of the things was making doctor's appointment. Like, why am I not feeling well, but not keeping my appointments, but I'm committing to other things that it's not going to be good for me. Like, maybe if I take the day and go to this doctor's appointment, like, I'm going to feel better and get to, you know, like, what's wrong with me or if there's anything wrong with me and I did my doctor's appointment and there was nothing wrong. So it comes on my my anxiety, but if I would have done it months ago, I could have put that, you know, thought at ease, like, all right, like I'm fine, but I kept putting it off. Like I got to get on this phone call. I got to do this. I got to do that. When, for what, why? Mm -hmm. Yep. I think that is a big thing. Like, and exactly like you said, a big part of investing in yourself is, really that I don't know I call it a mindset shift of like shifting to prioritizing your needs and what you want um first because I think so many of us when we become mothers and honestly sometimes even before we become mothers I just think women in general um we've been socialized and taught to put the needs of other people first 
Um, but especially when you become a mom. So I think for you, investing has meant you shifting that and really starting to put your needs first a little mm-hmm. bit more. Yeah, and it definitely made me made me feel better. Like everyone else is on my priority list, but I need to put myself on the priority list. Like I need to be number one. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And so I know we're kind of already talking about this, but I wanted to ask you and I want to kind of, I guess both of us kind of think about why do you think this is like, so challenging especially for working mothers to do um I know for me personally it was learned behavior that's all I saw growing up like my mom doing everything and not asking for help and then I became a young mom myself so then it was myself like you could do it you have to do everything like you have something to prove like you're a a young mom so you have to like come correct or don't come at all Mm. when it's like that's tiring like take the cape off and you can't do it all and you shouldn't do it all and you shouldn't feel bad for asking for help or even saying like no I don't want to do this by myself like I need support absolutely you know what that resonates with me too um and I feel like I say this so many times but um I too I feel like I learned that just like learn behavior like you know watching the women in your life as you grow up you start to get an idea like okay this is what you're supposed to do as a mom Mm -hmm. or this is what you're supposed to do as a woman and I know the women in my family they did a lot yes all the time um and many of them had spouses but they still (laughs) were the ones (laughs) who did everything but now I'm like girl I know you was tired (laughs) I'm tired yeah they did everything and it seemed flawless Mm, so it was like I have to do it because they do it so what's my excuse? Like, why am I complaining if I never saw anyone complain? Ooh. And it was just effortless. That's a word. And honestly, so I so this is the second episode of the season. The first mm-hmm. episode from last week, I was literally just talking about how um, one of the pitfalls we fall into as working mamas, especially as millennials, is that um, we grew up watching our mothers and grandmothers literally making a way out of no way (laughs) and and them no one was complaining no (laughs) one had an issue like it just seemed like this was the normal natural thing to do and so (laughs) you then grow up and you aspire to do that because they're really great women and they're amazing and you're like okay well I gotta be superhuman like that and then you get into your adulthood into this life in 2020 it's not like that. It's not like that no more. <laughs> it, it, it's like, girl, like, sit down, like, put your feet up, rest, here's a blanket, you want the remote. It, it's hard, but that's something I constantly struggle with. Like, I shouldn't be complaining. Or another thing I struggle with is mm-hmm. there's nothing physically or wrong. Like, there's nothing wrong. I should be happy. Like, my house is good. My kids are good. My spouse is good. I'm still, you know, still working. Why am I complaining? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, I should be thankful. Like, I, I should want to do these things. Like, nothing is wrong. Yeah. But that's not true. <laughs> I think it's so different. And, you know, like I said last time, I think, honestly, if we were to go back and have conversations with the women in our lives, I wonder if they would echo to us or kind of like validate, like, yeah. 
I needed some help or, you know, I would have liked to have a moment to myself or just to like chill and to breathe a little bit. And so I feel like it's up to us to be able to do that now. Mm -hmm. And so I, that, I don't know, that just totally resonated with me. What you said, like just seeing the women in your life being these superhumans, but it's just, it's really hard to do that now. It is. It is. And even like for myself, having two older daughters, like I want them to know, like, mm-hmm. there's me time, there's self-care time. And I tell them like before in the past, I will start journaling. One of them will walk in and I will put my journal aside and stop. Mm. Nine out of 10 times, the conversation was less than 30 seconds. <laughs> but now it's just like, how can I have help you? Like, it's my me time. Go away. Go find yourself. So I want them to See me have my me time, evaluate so they can do it for themselves. Yes, I love that. And that's exactly what I mean when I always say we're changing the narrative. Um, Because just like how we were so impacted by our mothers and grandmothers and what they did, um, your girls are going to be equally as impacted by watching you and what you do. And I think those are powerful lessons. So, you know, the other question I wanted to ask, and I'm going to chime in with this too, is Mm -hmm. what are some of the biggest challenges you've experienced as a mother, as a working mother in investing in yourself? And I know for me, I can, I can maybe go first. I think Mm -hmm. one of the biggest challenges I experience um, as a mom and wanting to invest in myself is just feeling like I should be able to just work a little bit harder and do it without all the necessary things. So like, for instance, maybe if I want to buy myself something um, <laughs> that would make my life easier. <laughs> um, I would sometimes in my head, I'm thinking, well, Amber, just, just work a little bit harder. You don't need that. You don't really mm-hmm. need that. Maybe you just have to like switch your schedule up or you just have to do it differently. You can do without it. When really I should just be like, hmm, if I have the resources, I have the money and I see it's going to help make my life different or change my life for the better. Why not? And so I I often talk myself out of investing like time or resources or money for things that would improve my life. But telling myself, if you just work a little bit harder, you don't need those things. Mm -hmm. What about you? What are some of the biggest challenges you face when it comes to investing in yourself? um, Same here. Like, it, it, it may seem silly, but this is just how my mind works. Like, I, I need a pair of sneakers right now, right? My other ones, like, they're no longer giving me the support I need to work out. So I do have the funds to buy good pair of sneakers. But why am I looking in the clearance section? Because I'm like, it's a pandemic. You never know. The kids may want something. They may need something. So let me just always put it aside. If they need something, mm-hmm. why? Mm-hmm. Why don't I just go and buy the sneakers I need that's gonna give me the support that I need for my feet? Yep. And on top of that, I broke my ankle five years ago. So mm-hmm. it's like, girl, you need good sneakers. You like, need that support. Your ankle needs you, that support. Yeah. So not only because I want it, it's gonna make me, you know, work out and feel good and look good, but it's like you actually need it. There's a reason why you need good sneakers for the support. So I go back and forth with that all the time. And during Balance Working Mom, I remember I told you I was on my way back from Target and myself, and we was talking about clothes. And I was like, yeah, I probably just get one pair of jeans. And he was like, but why you always have to do the minimum for yourself? Mm-hmm. And that <laughs> was like a thing. Cause I was like, you know what? Just take it in. Like, 
just let it go. But I wanted to be like, what? Because I'm doing everything for you guys. Mm-hmm. But you reminded me that it's like, but no one's asking me. Yep. <laughs> no one is asking me. But that just that just validates that I do do the minimum for myself. Mm-hmm. And I shouldn't. Like, I should do the maximum. And if I need those sneakers, if I need more than one pair of the jeans, especially mm-hmm. having the funds to do it, then do it. Why? Yep. Why? In a sense, it's like, why I have to be dingy and everyone, you know, you know, and everyone else is like looking good, feeling good. And I'm over here like in leggings and a t-shirt, you know, but it's like, yeah. You know what, Shayna, that I will never forget that conversation that you and your husband had. Like, I I distinctly remember that. And when like we had our check in and you said Mm -hmm. that he said that, that has not left my head at all. I'm so glad you brought that up because I was going to try to find a way to work this in. Yeah. (laughs) Saying that, like, he specifically asked you, why do you always do the minimum for yourself? Mm -hmm. And so first of all, kudos to him. And hopefully all of us has that type of person in our lives, whether it's a partner or a spouse or a family member or a best friend that can just kind of call us out. Like, why are you doing the minimum for yourself? And I feel like he sees all of the work you do for other people. And Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like, okay, match your efforts, you know, like you are giving everybody else a hundred percent, but you're giving yourself 10 and that's not okay. And that's basically what he was saying to you. Like, you are doing the most for us. We need you to do the most for you. Yeah. Wow. But it was just an eye open. I was like, damn, all right. (laughs) Okay, conversation is over. (laughs) Let's just go. (laughs) But he was absolutely right. And again, I'm so glad he said that because I feel like that was definitely, you had a lot of turning point moments for sure. But I think that was a big one too because it was like a moment where, you realized maybe I might be making this up, but in my head, I'm thinking this was a moment you realized that other people see yes. what you're doing. You know, it's not mm-hmm. just something that only, you know, you're doing like, Oh, I'm just giving myself the bare minimum. He saw it and he told you. <laughs> he sure did. He sure did. But I, I, I needed that. Like as much yeah. as I was uncomfortable with what he said, like I definitely needed that. Cause it was like, okay, so other people know I'm doing the minimum and I shouldn't have to when I do the maximum for everyone else, like mm-hmm. my personal, my professional life, like I go 110%. So why not give that to myself? Yep. Absolutely. I hope you, I have, I, I have more questions for you, but I'm going to just say, I hope that you like at the end of this, hurry up and get your sneakers because <laughs> you need them. <laughs> but it reminds me, so my thing is always the workout pants, right? Like, so like, you know, I work out a lot and yeah. I get my pants and because I have thick thighs, they rub together. And so every now and then it's like, boop, the inseam in the inner thigh is like, well, we gonna open now. <laughs> And so I have these big holes and like, I used to just keep working Hold on in them. <laughs> no, girl, I didn't even sew them. I just kept on working out like, oh, they got a hole, but I'm gonna just be careful. or I'm gonna just be in the house with it. So it's fine. And one day my husband was like, why do you, you don't got to live like that. Like, why do you? <laughs> like you know you don't have to live like that you can just buy some more and I was like but well but they still kind of work and then it just hit me too one day like damn like girl you don't have to work out in these workout pants that have holes in them like buy yourself some more 
And so now I've gotten a lot better. Like I literally just had a pair like last week where it busted in the seams because my legs are always rubbing together. Uh And like immediately I was like, well, these are done and I threw them away. So I'm going to be buying some more workout pants soon. But I think that's another example of like, I too used to do that where it was just like, well, let me just get the most out of this thing as much as possible when really there's no reason for it. It's not like, you know, and I understand there are people who are limited by funds and resources, Mm -hmm. but that, that wasn't the case for me. It was something else. And it was, I think it was deeper in that. I just felt like, well, I don't deserve to have something mm-hmm. better and that's ridiculous that's crazy yeah or like it, it's fine like I'm holding on right like well I love leggings I'm holding on I'm rich <laughs> my last pair of leggings for dear life I know why like I could just go buy three more yep. but I'm like they got tummy control they feel good I could dress them up dress them down but why are you holding down to them they're starting to look faded or they're starting to get the little um like the little balls from the dryer mm-hmm. like it's okay like you can let them go <laughs> you can get more yes, girl oh my god and so I know that this is going to resonate with so many of the mamas because we're not the only ones that do this like we just I don't know why you know there's just so many reasons for it like we it's really hard for us to push ourselves to um you know get something for ourselves or buy something for ourselves or do something nice for ourselves um, without even needing a reason to. It's just really hard to do. Um, but so I want to ask you specifically again, because I, I see you as one that like, oh, there are so many ways that you really started to invest in yourself between the months of like July up until now. And so I want to ask you, what have been some of the ways that you've begun to invest in yourself a little bit more? Okay, so one of the ways that I started to invest myself is starting my application for a PhD program. Oh, girl, I, I didn't even know yes, this. What? Yes, I started it, <laughs> and I wanted to do it straight out of grad school, wow. but everyone around me was like, oh, you're fine, you have your master's degree, you don't need to go for it anymore, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, okay, like maybe, maybe I should be done with school. Um, I am first generation college student mm-hmm. so I was just like I want to set the bar high for my kids yep. that was just like you know maybe a master's degree like I'm good mm. two years later I'm still not good yeah and that was one of the things when we did um uh, exercise on balance breaking mama mm-hmm. that was like eliminate things and mm-hmm. that was one of my top five that was like oh. nope I'm not gonna eliminate it's still there mm-hmm. I'm gonna get it done mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it I don't care what anyone says. This is for me. Not for no one else, but for me. Um, I asked for a raise at work. Yes, girl. Yes. And it started as a joke. So my sibling, there goes the vine. Oh, is that the baby? (laughs) He escaped. (laughs) That is so funny. Yeah. So um, it started as a joke. So my supervisor was like, oh, come into the office. Um, Let's start cleaning out and preparing for the school year. The last time we were in the office was March 12th. Mm-hmm. So it was dusty, right? Mm. So <laughs> I was like, sure, I'll go in. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling her about my summer. I'm telling her about the students who went to what college and all the nonsense they put me through too. 
And I was like, you know, like, I know it's a pandemic and stuff, but what I'm getting paid isn't it. Mm -hmm. Like, I need more. But I said it jokingly. And she was like, yeah, I agree. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) All right. So let's get started. She was like, yeah, I agree. She was like, I actually have a meeting coming up Mm -hmm. um, with our budget manager. And that's one of the things that we're going to discuss. I was like, okay. I haven't seen it yet, but Mm -hmm. allegedly it's It's in in the works. works. Yeah, it's in the works. And they're willing to... um, do retro pay what yes she said she's willing to do retro pay that um not to worry about it that is i was like okay yeah and we came up with the number and she came up with a higher number that i was scared to ask wow yeah like it was like five thousand dollars different and i was just like i should have just maybe went a little higher she probably (laughs) would agree that's what there's um, in there. Yeah, a year mm-hmm. ago, I would have never done that. Nope. I would have been like, it, it's a pandemic. Like, no, like, mm-hmm. be thankful you have a job. Mm-hmm. This is not the time to mm-hmm. ask for mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, so, and what gave me the courage to ask for a raise was another investment that I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I took Erica Jordan Thompson, a master class. Yeah, how much you. should I? Yes. <laughs> how much should I charge? Right. Mm -hmm. And she mentioned a lot of things that I didn't consider like, Hey, I should be getting paid for that or compensator or something, which is making these phone calls, reaching out to colleges instead of showing up and just delivering whatever service I'm scheduled to deliver. And one of the things I think she said was, um, don't take other people's budget into consideration. Like, mm-hmm. don't discount yourself because you think they can't afford you. Yep. And that's what I was doing. Like, yeah. oh, like, this is going to do. It's perfectly fine. But why? Because their budget they is the money. business. Yeah. <laughs> like, why am I worrying about their budget? And I'm over here like, no, oh, like, how dare you ask for a raise in the middle of a pandemic? Wow. And she agreed. And I was just like, all right. Mm-hmm. We only were right there. All right. Cool. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Girl, those are, that's amazing. Like you just named three major ways Mm -hmm. that you have started investing in yourself recently. And I think when I think of all of those, and it's kind of almost like you said, they kind of snowballed into each other. But when I think about all of them, I think the one thing that it really boils down to is just self-worth, you know, Mm -hmm. like we when we value ourselves and we see how much we're worth and we truly believe it Mm because like it's not about what other people think because clearly your boss thinks very highly of you Mm because she want to give you more money um but if if we don't believe it then it's really it it kind of does us a disservice It, it starts with us we really have to believe in our worth as mothers and as women and the value that we bring in our homes in our workplaces to ourselves if we don't believe in that, then we're always going to be dismissing ourselves, discounting ourselves, um, and giving ourselves the bare minimum, but then also expecting other people to give us the bare minimum too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Absolutely. So I was just like, wow, like, okay, all right, this, this could work. Like crazy, right? 
So crazy. And I keep thinking too, like, imagine if you would not have asked for that raise. And even though it started out as a joke, but like, just imagine if you didn't even bring that up, like, even though your boss said it's something that she's been working on, but she could have easily just, you know, forgot or just went on and just was like, yeah, we didn't talk about it. So it was no big deal. We'll just whatever. And it just never happened. So like the Mm -hmm. fact that you brought this up, it kind of spurs this thing. And now you can continue to keep in touch with her, touch base with her about it. Like, yeah, absolutely. Started the process. Mm -hmm. Wow. I'm amazed. I'm amazed. I am. And so again, also too, like, I'm just thinking about the Shana I knew like in April or in May, not the Shana that would have done these things. So absolutely <laughs> not. I I would have never, like, never. I would have been like, just be thankful you have mm-hmm. a job. So many people are mm-hmm. losing their jobs, and you have the nerve to act like, how dare you? And I was just like, like something got to give. I'm like, I'm doing more. Like yeah. it's stressful. Like I need to be compensated for my job. And one thing I always tell everyone I work with like I do my job not only do I do my job I do my job well like it gets done Mm -hmm. so why not get paid my worth yep yep absolutely so I've got like two more questions for you and one of them is what have been the top lessons you've learned so far in this process of just really starting to invest in yourself a little bit more um I think for me the main one is I'm not a bad mom mm. for asking or wanting help. Mm. Um, it's okay to be like, I, I can't do this right now. Yep. Um, even with my older kids, um, I don't have to make them breakfast just because I need to sit in the computer for a few hours. They are okay. Yep. They are going to survive. <laughs> if they're hungry, they can make themselves something to eat. Um, what else? Oh, it's okay to delegate. Yes, that's my yes. favorite. <laughs> yes, it's okay to delegate. I don't have to be up in everything all the time. Yes. Like, someone else could give the baby a bath. Someone else yep. could feed him. If something falls, they are going they to figure it. it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, they mm-hmm. don't need me. Like, I don't need to be coming out and correcting everyone because it takes away from them doing things their own ways. Mm-hmm. Um. And just be, just be present more, like, yeah. breathe. Like, I noticed um, a few months ago, I wasn't breathing. Like, I would hold mm-hmm. my breath and just breathe through my nose when it's like, wow. if you would breathe through your mouth, like, yeah. you would actually get relaxed, like, calm yeah. down. Um, yeah. Wow. <laughs> just, just being present more and not stressing yeah. about tomorrow, next week, um, and done is better than perfect. Mm-hmm. absolutely those are huge mm-hmm. lessons and I'm again like I say this to you all the time I'm so proud of you mm-hmm. I really am I'm, I'm so proud of you I'm so happy that you've invested in yourselves in the ways that you have and I'm so glad that you've allowed the people around you to really help out and you to be able to step away and them step in and it's just made so much more space and time for you to just be mm-hmm. with you and nurture yeah. you and do the things that you want and need and desire so I'm just excited to see who you are in like a year from now and <laughs> just I know. You know all the amazing things that's gonna come because these are just so important like it's like important seeds that we're planting now and we're gonna mm-hmm. see the benefit you know as we continue to go on and, and I'm just so happy for you 
Yeah, I'm so excited. I'm like, wow, like doing balance working mama just, it helped me zoom in and zoom out mm-hmm. of what was important to me. Like yeah. going to school for my PhD has always been important to me. And I almost let it go because it's like, I'm too busy. Like I have a one-year-old what am I doing? I got to be home more. I have to be present for my kids. Just go to work. You're fine. Like, what yeah. more do you want? And it's like, but I want it not because of anything else, but for me. Mm-hmm. And I can't believe I almost let that go. That was like <laughs> major. Like, just do it. I have until December 1st to submit the application. And I'm like, just start small yes. with your simple information. And you start adding everything as you go. But yeah. Yeah, you can do this. And I'm so glad you didn't mm-hmm. let that go. I can't wait to call you Dr. Shayna. <laughs> right? Like, oh like Dr. Amber and Dr. Shayna are going out for lunch. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I have one more question for you. Um, you know, the, of course, there are many mamas listening to this episode, and I'm sure they feel inspired and motivated and encouraged by all the things that you've said. So what advice would you have to other mamas who might be struggling with how to invest in themselves? Um, I would say take it day by day. Um, start with one thing that's going to fill your cup up. Even if you're starting with five minutes, I started with five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, just five minutes to, to journal, to sit, to just be you and check in with yourself. And then you continue to build, build on that. And so you get your 30 minutes in, your 40 minutes in. Um, every day is not going to be the same. Every day we may not have those five minutes. But when you can, just sit with yourself and check in with you. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And join Balance Working Mama. Ooh, yes, that. Yes. Join yes. Balance Working Mama, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, thank you, Shana. This has been amazing. I always love talking to you. So this just feels like it was like another opportunity for us to check in and hang out. So thank you. I appreciate you so much. And where can mamas find you if they want to connect with you or reach out to you? Sure. Um, they can find me on Instagram. It's underscore Shay, S-H-A-Y underscore Lee, L-3-3. Um, yeah, you can send me a DM. I'll answer. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, thank yeah. you. No, thank you. Thank you. And look at you. I'm proud of you. I remember when you was like, no one's gonna join. <laughs> now you have a waiting list. Girl, you know, I'll be trying. I'll be trying, but it's yes, I am so proud. Yes, it's it's I'm happy. I'm happy where things are going. And you already know you we be talking about this retreat. One day we're gonna get these retreats together. It's it's great. But um this has this grows because of amazing people like you. So again, thank you very much. Yes, thank you. We're better together. Yes. Hey mama, Balanced Working Mama is growing. I want to make sure that you stay connected and up to date with everything happening over here. So you don't miss any of the good stuff, head over to balanceworkingmama.com, sign up for the newsletter. You'll always be the first to learn of any new podcast episodes, events, programs, and you'll get a hello from me every now and then. So sign up today, mama, because I want to connect with you soon.
Hey mamas, so I hope that you enjoyed the conversation that I just had with Shayna. Shayna is one of my favorite mamas and um, she was so amazing in the Empower Wellness program. And like I said before, I'm so happy and proud of the progress that she's been able to make thus far. Um, she is just like the perfect example of going from not investing in yourself to investing in yourself so much more as a working mama. So I have a little bit of homework for us <laughs> to think about and to consider. And so from the conversation, the big question that I have for you is what is keeping you from investing in yourself? And what are you going to do in this coming week to make sure that whatever it is that is interfering with you fully investing in yourself more just gets thrown out the window? Because as you can tell from our conversation, this is something that all of us experience, not just Shayna, myself included. There are moments when I know I need to throw out my leggings and I just don't. And there's something in me that's saying, well, I can just get by or I'll be fine without them. And, and that's not okay. And so it might not be leggings for you. It might not be anything tangible for you, but there's probably something that you're realizing that you want to devote more time to, give more effort to, that would help to positively impact and affect you. Why aren't you doing it yet? What is getting in, in the way of you investing more time, more resources, more money, more attention, more self-care, whatever it is, into yourself? So I really want you to give that some thought, Mama, because it's not okay for us to put everyone else before ourselves and then think of ourselves last. That's not okay. That's something that we want to get out of the habit of doing. So give it some thought. What is keeping you from investing in yourself more fully? And what are you willing and ready to do this week to get rid of that barrier? So let me know. Y'all know where to find me. Hit me up on Instagram or email. Let me know what that barrier is for you. But I'm so excited we had this conversation and can't wait to talk to y'all again. Hey mama, thank you for listening to the Balanced Working Mama podcast. If you love this podcast, please be sure to rate it and share it with another mama that you know. And don't forget to follow me and Balanced Working Mama on Instagram. I'll talk to you soon.